I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. A new quarter brings new goals. But what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results. And your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched if i do say so myself i've noticed that and i think our listeners have noticed too because i've been picking up on a bunch of tiktok comments that have been like you're glowing recently so hats off to dime no one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine the work system from dime beauty has everything you need in one powerful package it includes a gentle cleanser a toner two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com now and unlock your discount. That's dimebeautyco.com. Come, come here, little turk, turk, turkey feeling good sweetheart we got the dogs in the apartment i have six years of sobriety today Woo-hoo! feeling good i love that the six is a great number six feels good it's it feels a powerful chunk of time i see i equate i attribute like maybe this is problematic of me but i attribute gender to numbers what's six six feels feminine it is like when you <laughs> god damn i don't know why I, I was just like it is though. i feel like like i look at eight and i'm like that's a that's manly it's masculine i look at six seven i'm like slender listen sexy like feminine energy Three and then I, feels feminine nine feels feminine ten feels definitely chaotic masculine mm-hmm. five feels like 
sturdy man. A mixture of both. Four is like teetering on either. Seven feels maybe non-binary or trans to me. Seven is non-bine. But yeah, six feels... I'm g- I like I like the number. It's a pretty number. It feels good. It feels a lot like it feels long that like I can't it, you know what I mean like when you hear six you're like damn. Yeah, but six it also, years. But it also doesn't feel like that long ago still, which is yeah. crazy. But it both was and wasn't. That's the joy of six. Yeah. So I'm I'm loving six. I'm loving turning six. I wonder what like numerological personal year you're in right now. I'll have to consult. You sure will. I'm back to blonde. Lara's blonde as fuck. Alert the fucking press. She is Ana de Armas in blonde. <laughs> blonde. Is that out now? It's coming out. When? It looks so good. It looks really good. Doesn't she just full blown? No, have your a... hair. Oh, thanks. But that also looks incredible. And what makes it more incredible to me is that people are saying she just has a full blown Spanish accent. I like that, though. I think that's avant garde. And it's Joyce. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. She wrote the book. Hoise. So... <laughs> Let's just have it. Let's just do it. She looks exactly she looks really like, like her. her. Dare I say, better? <laughs> Marilyn stands. I don't want to anger. You don't want to come for the Marilyn The Marilyn stands. But uh, the hair looks everyone great. Everyone was like so mad about Kim K wearing a Ripley's Believe It or yeah, Not dress. Yeah, I was dress. like, guys, shut the Get fuck over up. it. It's like there are so many... People are dying. People, Kim. Ripley, <laughs> Ripley's Believe It or Not heads came out in droves to Brunt. How dare she put on that dress? I was like, shut up. It's it's cool. And Kim is. I think I wouldn't want to be associated with Ripley's Believe It or Not because that reads as like clown core to me. But <laughs> it's like insane clown posse. Off. It is like a fun house. It's a kooky fun house vibe. And while I have frequented a Ripley's Believe It or Not. I've never been. It's a fun time, but like I wouldn't want that like associated with my brand. No, but they were I anyway, the Maryland purists. The Maryland purists are they're pissed about Kim, they're pissed about Anna. Everyone's desecrating their idol. Where can they turn? Not here. Not here. But what I really wanted to talk about was some news I read yesterday that shunked me, but I was like, also, this is the future. Pigs can breathe through their buttholes, scientists discovered. Yeah, that really got me. I've read this and another pig thing that really blew me away. Pigs are incredible creatures, first and foremost. They brought a pig back from the dead. Hell yeah. So we've got zombie pigs and we've got whole, whole breathing pigs. The more and more we learn about pigs, the less and less it feels right to eat them. Pigs are kind of... They're incredible. And they're kind of smart. They're incredible. They're smarter than dogs. Pigs are just dogs, but they're pigs. And smart. And they're very cute. And they breathe out of their holes. But unfortunately. That's a little nope vibes. Prosciutto is just so good. <laughs> I and do bacon love a pork. is so I love like a cured pork meat. Yeah. So it's just a tough space to exist in. But ap- apparently. A team of scholars in Japan, classic Japan, found that pigs absorb oxygen through the anus in studies exploring treatment for people with respiratory conditions. And so now they're trying, they, by pumping oxygen and oxygenated liquid through animals' assholes into their intestines, the researchers found they could survive without breathing through their lungs. That is... That makes sense to me. Yeah, but that also... The butthole can do things like you'd be shocked. 
I agree, but that feels very crimes of the future. Like, you know, like we are forming into another kind of species if we're if we now breathe out of our holes. evolution, baby. Like the fact that we don't need our lungs is simply all we need is a little bit of air. I think that like eventually because they're testing this now, they're trying to develop it for people. So like when there isn't enough oxygen available, you can maybe pump some yeah. stuff into the ass. So they're trying it for people who are basically suffering. <laughs> like people who are like on ventilators for COVID, I Vicky. think could get like Vicky could get just a whole treatment and then be fine. I mean, people, it's like people who have like a tube for food intake and things like that. Like it's, it's obviously it's all like necessary and possible, but it is just like a weird, what? Nothing. I'm just obsessed with like butthole experimentation. This says in order to see if mammals would also breathe through their anus in oxygen deprived conditions, take B, the scientist first tested mice. The findings published in the journal med last year were quote stunning. He said. <laughs> these people sphincter i love like a butthole experimentation in the lab people imagine that this is your whole job is like sphincter that's a cool job where where you are single-handedly uncovering the truth everyone's been so afraid of the butthole no one's wanted to get up close and personal but now we know that not only forged the way gays not only is it like an amazing pleasure (laughs) spot but it's also holds the key to it's also your mouth now. Life. It's like in that <laughs> South Park episode where everyone eats by sitting on things. Remember? Martha Stewart sits on a whole turkey. Gays yassed so we could breathe. <laughs> they did. We did. So the mice are fucking slaying with their assholes. So next up. It's like human centipede vibes a little. Yeah, maybe the human centipede oh, can be done. I can't handle the human centipede. I dragged friends to see that, and I think it made them question me to this day. I would. I, I <laughs> was, don't doubt them. Well, I just I was, like, in a place where I wanted to, like, watch depraved horror movies. Yeah, I get it. And I couldn't go alone quite yet, so I needed to, like, mm. drag people. But now, Mama goes alone. Mama goes deep. Um, What's up? There was another thing on the docket I saw. Was it about Jen Shaw? Jen Shaw has pled guilty. We didn't talk about that yet. People have uh our take. Yeah. I think it's I think it's good that she did it. I think it's gonna help her, but it's also like it it completely just shows how full of shit she is. Totally. I mean, I think she had to because the trial was about to start and she just knows like she I don't think she was gonna play well in court because she is so guilty. She's guilty. She's guilty. It's sad that we we missed out on a really incredible like trial looks, courtroom mm. sketches, maybe some televised moments, maybe video. Who knows? Yeah, like seeing her walk into court every day, like that would have been a moment. Hearing the voicemails, like and the <laughs> and like reports Hi, of is... the messages that were being sent to like stew chains, like there would have been some prime entertainment. But you know what? Maybe it's one of the, the housewives pulled to the witness stand as like character. I know. What what was what did she refer to herself in the voicemail? Hi, this is Susan or something. I can't remember. Oh, it chills me to my bones. Like we are also well, maybe she might get sentenced, so maybe there's a chance that 
there will be like victim impact statements read, but I would love to hear those. What is she, how long is she facing again? Like, let's see. 50 years. (laughs) Therefore, for the grace of God, go I. She pleaded on Monday, she pleaded to criminal fraud charges. Imagine scamming hundreds of elderly people. I think a lot of people can because they do. <laughs> she just got caught. Elderly people are such easy targets. They are, you literally, they all you have to do is send them like a link and they'll <laughs> click it. And but, then you can take everything from them. But this is sort of going to be the end of that because the new elderlies will all be much savvier. It's our with, us. Yeah. We're like, it's but every be once her- in a while, someone almost gets me the link. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Uh, her plea agreement calls for a sentence of up to 14 years in prison. Her sentencing is scheduled for November 28th, the Monday after Thanksgiving. I don't. I think she'll get like a year or two. I think she could get like five years, but then get out with like good behavior. After like nine months or something. After like two and a half years. Damn. She wrote... She burned bright and faded hard. I know. In addition to time behind bars, the plea agreement calls for Shaw to make restitution in the amount of more than $9 million to the victims, <gasps> as well as a forfeiture of $6 million. How much does she have in liquid, do you think? TBD. Damn. Well, my heart goes out to Coach Shaw and the boys. I know. I And her nephew. It's sad for them. It is really sad. Yeah. That's also a nice why she should avoid the trial because they shouldn't be she shouldn't put her kids through that yeah um brandy glanville has a rap song that someone alerted me i saw that it was i had to turn it off (laughs) i just want to revisit it okay and i have something that i don't think it's on the docket for after (gasps) that is important that we should discuss to me about it i was like shut up he's really gonna play my song (laughs) it's a she sounds like Iggy Azalea. Right? Look at the, these people in the stew. It's like she- performance art. She said she live on Havenhurst. She's shouting out street names in the hood. She lives around here, I think. Tread lightly. <laughs> Wait, I'm. I forgot that she does like a baby rap voice, which I don't think white women can pull that off. She does. She literally sounds like Iggy Azalea to me. Really? Yeah. She sounds like a like a white Nicki Minaj, and it's <laughs> not right. Do you remember the video where Iggy Azalea was on some like? Was it like it was some more it was some radio show and they were like, give us just like a freestyle verse and T.I. was with her and you could see his face and he was like, oh, no, they're putting her on the spot because she can't freestyle. She did. She literally just rapped one of her songs (laughs) and then they were and they were kind of like they were being good sports about it and they were just like respectfully nodding. But it was literally her lyrics to a song that already exists. Oh, damn. And then they were like, "Okay, we've got a caller. And the very first caller was. That was fucking awful. Stop rapping. You're not oh. a rapper. Oh, Iggy Azalea. Iggy Azalea. I, for some reason, thought you meant... Mi- Ni- I was in oh, the place no, of Nicki Minaj. I was like, like, wait, what? Oh, no, no, no. No, no like, Iggy Azalea. She just rapped her... She free- It was her freestyle. It was her <laughs> It was her actual song. It was an incredible video. I love that. And there's some guy going, yo, that shit was fucking awful. I love it. That's the call they take. <laughs> They're like, well, you're up from Ohio. And T.I. sort of has 
she was his product protege so you can Ooh, yeah. see him being like oh no they're putting they're gonna reveal it anyway the morally reprehensible ti and in tiny. other in other news demi lovato is no longer they them she is she's now back to cis pronouns so enough enough it's very much the Azalea banks video so now what truly it, it was, never ends she she said i was feeling feminine recently i was like okay okay bitch well put on a fucking skirt go off fuck off enough i'm so sick i'm so sick of her i've been for a long time but it's just another notch in her hideous belt shut the fuck up she needs a shut the fuck up cease and desist (laughs) from the law the people's law the people's law damn enough 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 I would get into a so you say. So you say. <laughs> she goes, I'm she, her now. So you and say. And this I know. And I go, so you say. Well, I'm also that, just- I was so you say. I'm going to be quite honest with you. When she said she was non-binary, when she said this I know, internally I was, so you say. And then she kept being like, this I know. I- and I literally was like, so you say. I believe every non-binary person I do, but... But Demi just doing the old switcheroo. I was just like, no, I was so you say, so you say, because I'm they them. This I know, so you say. We've been in a this I know, so you say for years, and now finally, so you say came out on top. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. 
This year, love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com now and unlock your discount. That's dimebeautyco.com. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Speaking of enough, Taylor Armstrong is now an proud OC owner housewife. of an orange. I know. Did we talk about it? No, think, we didn't oh, talk about we didn't? it. No. On the pod? Did we, we just talk, talk about, about it IRL? Yeah. Guys, I'm. <sighs> Praise. Bring she Vicky did it. back, though. We need Vicky. Did we talk about it? Yeah, we did. Oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> so you said. I thought we were just texting about it. Mm mm. We so had the discussion. Say. So you say. Demi Lovato should be on the Is that, do we, Did we talk about it? And you go, we did. And I go. So, you, so say. you say. Demi Lovato should be on the Real Housewives. I can't. I like actually. <laughs> she's so fucking fake. And like truly is a, a deeply lost, confused person who doesn't know who she is. So I believe I believe that she believed for a while that she was non-binary. But like. At the end of the day, she'll literally say whatever the fuck. Like, she has no, she has no, like, compass or any sort of, like, North Star. I read some article recently. That's Hollywood, baby. Probably on the CursedJezebel.com website. But, like, it was going over all the press that she's ever... The Cursed Jezebel? (laughs) Yeah. You call them the Cursed Jezebel? I don't know. They're kind of cursed in some ways. Sometimes they're on it, but sometimes it's a cursed energy. Mm. But they had a good article that was, like, going over all the press tour stuff that Ms. Lovato had said every time she had an album cycle 
And every single album cycle, she's been like, this is the album that truly represents who I am. The last one was just me like not knowing who I am. But this time is the one she's every single time for her whole career has said an iteration of that exact statement in the press. And I'm like, in the press. No, you know nothing. You know nothing. You know not a single thing. Why did you say like Gaga and House of Gucci? You know nothing. It's very, there could be a hundred people in the room. What? That Gaga, remember she kept saying there could be a hundred, and all you need is one person to believe you. That's true. But it's it's a broken record with Ms. That was true with Ms. Lovato when she came out. (laughs) There could be a hundred people saying, so you say, but all you need is one rabid fan to shut them down and set the record straight. I'm sick of it. I think that it's bullshit and I'm not afraid. <laughs> Go sing to a ghost. <laughs> That's compelling. That's to me. cool. I, I give, I like, continue I think down that um, road. Her and Kesha are like singing to ghosts. <laughs> They're doing the damn thing. <laughs> um, and then one last thing. There's a new, even though there wasn't already a documentary about, or docuseries about it, there's a new Netflix docuseries about Woodstock 99. That is more content, but it's so much better than the other one, and it has so much more. Like, it's it's a it's a wider scale, and you get into like the nitty gritty of what was happening. Damn! And they interview Gavin Rossdale too. Hot the bisexual king is he bi? Yeah, Ugh. he's so sexy. Fat boy Slim gets interviewed. Mm. It's just it's just great. You should watch it. It's pretty. It's great. It's it's great, but it's, <laughs> it's pretty, just great. It is. <laughs> I've seen it, but I, with this specific event, this incident, I I can't get enough content mm-hmm. about it. It's so disgusting and like true. It's so prescient for what's happening today in a lot of ways. But like it's, it was such a microcosm of society, and it was it's incredible. It laid the groundwork. And that Miss Jewel was on the docket is my favorite thing. Miss <laughs> Jewel is like she's. I think Miss Jewel's put her little Joe Rogan cap on, and she's in that camp now but she's she, a roganista oh she is a really jewel is one of the number one commenters on like all your the people that you're like all the flops you look down on the comments and jewels commenting up up in their grill really jewel comments on all of joe rogan's instagrams like love you brother wow hell yeah brother like i feel this brother i want a documentary about like their relationship and how they met and like you, go way back yule is truly like Drinking her Invermectin and like loving that Rogan life, smoking that Rogan doobie. I love it. She's putting like butter in her coffee. Yeah. <laughs> she is getting, she is keto. And she's always like, love you, queen. Like she's a supportive queen to all these like. I love that. I want Jewel to be a fan. Like Whitney coming. She's like, hell yeah, queen. Like one of those people. Jewel, if you're listening, come out, I come love out you. Work. Yeah, come but, on the pod. But I love that my favorite detail about Woodstock 99 is they had the only three female acts they had were Cheryl Crow, Alanis, Alanis Morissette. and Jewel. Just like the most, you're asking for people to come after them. Like that crew of people, like Limp Bizkit heads. I just wonder why they thought that people would be interested. I mean, if I were... I love Cheryl Crow. I, I mean, like, I love yeah! all three of those Atlantis, women. I would have been like, yeah. I've seen Alanis. Jewel, I'd be like... Oh, I love Jewel. See, that's I'm a Julie. I'm, I'm a Jewel head. I'm Cheryl Crower. I need to watch that Cheryl Crow doc. I have no interest in watching it, but I love her. 
love her so much. I heard it's incredible. I feel a change, a change. Do you? Do um, you where is go? the Woodstock '99? Netflix. Netflix is always trying to snatch wigs. But that it was done at a military base is iconic. Going from peace and love to a hot hundred degree tarmac of a just abandoned heat radiating up at you shit juice all over the place women being me too left and right and men just like woodstock 99 is is literal what i imagine like hell to be is yeah. just you're trapped in woodstock 99 and you cannot escape and it's groundhog day and gavin russell talked about having to go on after corn played and corn like Corn, probably, I say, corn I slayed, corn hot. I was a corn head. I uh, was a Limp biscuit head, too. Freak. I loved them both. We all... I, like, did coke with my cousins when I was 16 and, like, blasted Limp biscuit. Fam, fam. <laughs> Fucking But I, bonded. everyone in my class, we all were obsessed with Limp biscuit. And uh, yeah, you were literally not a human being at, in that era if you weren't obsessed with Limp biscuit. But they, and I have to say, they, they did... They did, in fact, slay on that stage, and the crowd the biscuits was served. Corn served it. Corn served him a that little dose. white dreadlock man. He but goes. He, Sometimes I feel like a freak on a leash. How just seeing the like undulating. Something takes yeah. a part of me. Remember that <laughs> the, music video and the making the video and all and the bullet going and he's like. Yeah, I chill. But yeah, we all were listening to that music as like fifth graders and just being like, <sighs> but it, it's truly wild. And then Gavin Russell went on after and he had to talk about like, just like they, he basically had to calm the crowd down the first night by taking, by, his shirt, by taking his shirt off and just crooning in like a very like grungy way and it calmed Aww. everyone down. That's sweet. Everyone was just like, let me suck his nipples. All the guys were like, they want to fuck him. Yeah. Who wouldn't? But I'm upset. Like. It's a crazy. Even though I fucked with like Limp Biscuit majorly, it never made me want to like go to a concert no. and like rape anyone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, or like yeah, go I don't think... tear down like a sound thing and like light it on fire and throw like Molotov cocktails at the cops. I just love this. And they they interview like MTV. Like remember Anandas from MTV? She was a presenter. She was like always at like Spring Break, and she was always. I'd probably recognize yeah. her if I saw her face. She was like. Her she was assigned strictly to like MTV down in like the Bahamas, like when they would always have those constant TRLs. And then they were like, "We're gonna fly you up to New York," and she was like, "Fuck, I don't want to go to upstate New York. I'm in the Bahamas." And then they had her be like a correspondent, and just hearing her take on it because she was like 25, yeah, and she's a black woman, and it was mostly a white, like scary white, like you know what I mean. Like it's just interesting to hear these people that were boots on the ground as like reporters or presenters and how they were basically assaulted by like hordes of these it's like reporting from a war zone it was like afghanistan and it was just like it was post columbine it's just such a like crazy like that post columbine 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 and then like girls gone wild era yeah, because MTV Spring Break really laid the groundwork for a Girls Gone Wild era. I feel like those are the types of events where Girls Gone Wild like descended on Spring Breakers, and then we're like, "Show yeah. us your tits." Well, I didn't realize that pay per view was sent to Woodstock, and they were just going around like asking people to like basically fuck on camera. Yeah, and all the women were doing like you know they were all topless, and they were basically per- trying to pr- 
recreate the Girls Gone Wild thing as like sound stages are being toppled to the ground and like people are hijacking vans and driving them through the Fat Boy Slim like rave crowd and like it's just it was three days of just carnage and it got progressively worse every day yeah does it talk about the owners of the festival or like the founders and like how shitty they are yeah and they were like being interviewed as all this shit's happening and they didn't give them water which i always forget they oh yeah they were like it'll be five dollars it'll be five dollars for water what shitheads and like the and limp biscuit was sort of like they were like trying to get everyone to like release their rage because they could feel that everyone was like mad at the everyone's keyed up and dehydrated and they were like give them every all the all the acts were like give these people fucking water and so they would just spray everyone down yeah and the offspring went out and they were like every man that's Ugh, assaulting love the Me offspring too. but he and said all the girly sam pretty fat fool white guy but he, he came out and he was like it looks like a lot of women are being assaulted right now so like women please i'm encouraging you to like grab guys dicks and like put them on the spot and all the women were like yeah and like that seems like well-intentioned but also not the thing you want to do if you would like for men to like not sexually assault that was like 90s allyship yeah i don't blame the art i never blame the artists they're just doing their thing but they're the, hired guns it's the organizers no, the but people putting they it were on. blaming the artists of course oh well, of course they become like the scapegoat or whatever and it at all people that blame like the artists or like video games are just like so 1.0 yeah like fucking get conscious of like what's going on in the fucking world speaking of not conscious of what's going on in the world i'm carrie i'm lara and you're listening to say sexy Unique, Unique podcast. podcast. Beverly, Beverly Hells, Hells Angels. women are not conscious of what's happening in the world these women have entered a vortex in this episode specifically this was a covid bottle episode yeah it was it felt unnatural it did feel it felt marred by (laughs) reality and them sort of shutting themselves away to hide from it together i'm also obsessed with the logistics of this episode where in lieu of like filming scenes in different locations they're just in rena's backyard being like can we walk over here to this bench yeah well it's it was like at the height of like omicron and like and everyone was dropping like flies so they had to literally like make do by just having it in rena's like kind of shitty backyard and 
just sitting on her porch. My hot take on Rena's backyard and house is that it actually is incredibly nice, but no one knows like how to film it and make it look nice on camera. My hot take is that I really like it and it's sort of the style I love, like kind of an Italian like, but it's Mediterranean it, feels like a home. It but it does it does need to, it's a little dated. Like the kitchen needs to be updated. I feel like there's some things where I'm like Some may say it needs a renovation it needs a little bit of a renovation i think i think it would but i think all they need is to judge it a little and then it would be like spectacular yeah but everyone has covid it was kind of refreshing to not have kyle on the episode i have to say i didn't miss her yeah we didn't need big mouth kyle getting in the mix trying to like arbitrate and just further confuse the situation Rena walks out into her backyard with a glass of a cup of tea and makes facetimes to invite everyone over to her Rena wine tasting. I love her FaceTiming Diana and she goes, Hi, how are you? And Diana goes, Just struggles, struggling. Diana has COVID. Mm-hmm. She's been hit really hard, of course. She calls Kyle and Kyle's like, ah! <laughs> She calls Dorit to invite her and Dorit goes, Absolutely would not miss it for the world. Dorit is on. An acting tip that is everything is stunning and the stakes are high and I want you to know how much I care about every single thing. She's both a terrible actress and an incredible actress. She is, life is beautiful. She is truly. She's Roberto Benigni. She's she's my man. She's like. Absolutely. That's like me saying like, oh, could you just like. Like, grab that glass and bring it over here. And her being like, absolutely. I would love nothing more than to do that for a friend. I would never not do that for you. Rinna, I love, by the way, in, in reality, is just boldly posting Alexander Wang shoots that she's in. Well, he's employing her daughter. No, I know. She's just like, Rinna's I like leaning. How he's just back. Yeah, people are just like, oh. I mean, I bought an Alexander Wang bag. Last year when it was on sale. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so Rena's dog. Gonna, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Rena has a so she has a rose that she's testing and she wants all the women to drink it. I was like, Rena's in her fucking I'll put my name on anything era. I feel but like then, COVID has not touched the housewives more than it's touched Beverly Hills. Yeah. They seem to always be having COVID <laughs> outbreaks. Probably right? because no, I feel like all the house, either they're more tight lipped about it, but like no one gets COVID more than the Beverly Hills yeah. Housewives. Just wealth. Well, I think like rich people got COVID first. I don't. I don't watch. I haven't watched OC, so I don't know what their like COVID statuses were. And Roni was only on. I think did they film pre-COVID or was that? Oh, so they haven't even been on Thank since God. COVID. I can't handle it. And then like. Atlanta film during COVID, but I didn't watch that season. I don't know how the other franchises have handled it, but like I think Orange County just denies it. Yeah, I think they're just like we don't actually care if anyone has COVID or not. But LA people are like, and I think LA production crews are like so over the top, like like conscious about it that it you see it more because they're like testing yeah. everyone every day to do anything. Mm-hmm with the production so my flight or fight activated when i saw a flashback of them in provence and teddy mellencamp was there i, I went, said get out of here 
her hey. laughing. I was like, you don't deserve to have a good time. With her burgundy felt cap. That. No. I'm thinking of her in that episode. She just had like shenanigans with Kyle. And they both called like EJ Global. They were like, you're scaring us. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of funny. Yeah. Remember EJ Global was just like taking to the room all the time. I'll never uh, forget EJ Global when Eileen said something like, you must be worried about your son as a cop. Am I talking about my son? And Eileen was crying. And I was like, that's when I was like, I'm done with Erica when she came for my queen, Eileen. <laughs> Love Eileen. Sutton's dog ripping up the sod. I was like, oh my God. Wayland? Wayland? Her gay assistant, Josh, chases after him and he goes, God damn it, Wayland. Wayland seems like he's pulling some Marley and me shit. Wayland's a little bit Kingsley. No, no one's Kingsley. Yeah, Only Kingsley true. was Kingsley. Wayland's just like a puppy, like a big puppy. I was also shocked at how many dogs Sutton has. She's I, doing like a Lisa Vanderpump where they're like cordoned off in yeah. one room of the house. But I was like, wait, you have like two cats at least and like four dogs. And I'm obsessed with that. Sutton does channel Kim Richards when she makes chicken salad. She's channeling Kim by reeling from being a alone for christmas her kids are normal her son I'm, i have my eye on her son they seem really camera shy which like good for them well they act i mean her daughter i remember once was i think she was with like delilah bell or something and they, they were the same age and they could not have been more different yeah delilah bell is like has the sensibilities of like a 45 year old like woman and this one seemed like a teenager yeah she seemed like 17 kid. years old 18 but years old. Her son is like military man. He's going to the Citadel. Philip, I'm like shooter energy. It seems <laughs> It seems like he's just really unmotivated, like not going to make good grades, but is creative but just doesn't do anything and so they have to like it's military school has maybe been like a constant threat. Well, and he like, wants No, he wants to go join the army. I know, but a lot of the time kids like that like they say they want to you know who i you know who else went to the citadel who thomas ravenel no is it a southern place is it a college it's like a military college at least you work out wait i heard southern charm i because i'm i'm watching it yeah but i've had people reaching out excited that i'm watching it and also everyone's like, real the community at large is incredibly excited that you're watching it but also like worried for your soul because it is like it's such a dark i've forgotten it's how the darkness dark. it's like i forgot about the trauma of watching like i think i probably watched like four seasons of that show but anyway someone messaged me that there's a lot of people that think Shep is the father of Catherine's daughter. Really? Because they were apparently having sex like on and off a lot at the time. Wow. And that, anyway. I was... Shep is such a dog. Yeah, He's a Shep dirty is... dog. He's an the alcoholic. The men on that show are gross. I'm telling Except you, the Craig, only one. Craig. Prayers. I love Craig. But I honestly, my dark truth is I fucking love Whitney. Whitney's funny. And I'm here for <laughs> it. Here to beard or not beard if you're, or do whatever. I think he's straight. Maybe bi? Yeah. Maybe straight. I think he's straight. I think he's just like... I think we could just get along really well. TBD how often we'd have sex, but maybe pretty often at first, and then it would taper off into like a once a year type of thing that we'd both be pretty happy with. My dark truth is I love Craig. Craig? I love hearing his Siggy deep voice. I hate Craig so much. I he love... physically... I love him. He repels me. You love his like shiny, sweaty, coked out energy. 
There's just something like really. F- I like that he just calls everyone out and like causes shit. I hate him. I think he's so funny. Shep annoys me. I'm like Shep. You're you need to go to AA. I'm sorry. Uh, everyone needs to be in, in a program. Thomas Ravenel needs to be. He needs to be to honestly moon. like. He needs to be sent to shot a- by a firing squad. <laughs> he's he is so terrifying to me. And his father, the Grim Reaper, the who's like a literal KKK wizard. Shep or not Shep? <laughs> I mean, probably all of them come from a long line they, of they proud do. KKK members, and they all talk about like plantations. And I'm, I'm like, you guys, Bravo, being like, let's keep it going. They've they've cut out episodes, whole episodes, because there's like really? crazy, yeah. Because they're they've gone back and had to like remove episodes because of like, I think, overtly racist, terrible shit. I mean, I'm I'm part of the problem that I'm even watching it, but like it's insane. But it is like a, I mean, whatever's done is done. Like I disagree with going back and cutting out anything because I think that it's an archival footage and it captures a specific place in time and like it's important to see that like i don't think anyone's watching that being like wow fucking kkk goals like slay slay kk cannot wait to like rock my antebellum look i think people are watching that being like horrified but it's good to shine a light on that because you like see what the culture was like at that time and what the entertainment like industry's values were it's like very reflective Mm. so to like erase that is like trying to be like oh we didn't do that after all or like but we're sorry when it's like someone just ran up a chain of command someone okayed this like you can't erase the fact that like your company culture like okayed this at the end of the day and so put it on tv anyways dorit and garcelle meet for drinks and I go, where the f- I wrote, where the fuck are they? I was they? so confused. I was like, what time of day is it? It's like dusk. I was a little confused about the time of day of the whole thing. Sutton and her kids, she's like, we'll save this for dinner. I'm like, it's dark out now, mama. I was like, why? I was destabilized by so many things in Sutton's her scene. Fridge. Number one, <laughs> a chicken salad sandwich is not dinner. I'm sorry. That's like a lunch. That's like a pre 5 p.m. 5 p.m. is the cutoff. And then... A Wonder Bread scenario, also roomy. And that fridge. And her fridge was like, it's fine. It's just like a temporary fridge journey. But like a chicken salad for dinner was not right. It was unwell. It, it was, was like, un. It was it was ungodly. I was like, this. Everyone in this family was unwell. The vibe was weird. I think it's a mixture of her kids just being very camera shy. Which I get and I respect. And like. I guess it's like her wanting to have. I think she wants. Her kids are eighteen now, so I guess they can film if they want to. But it almost seems like if I was in that situation and my kids hadn't filmed with me during my tenure on the show so far, I'd just kind of keep them out of the picture Mm. because it don't like. I think it's kind of weird to throw them into that mix. Unless they're like, we really want to film with you. I think Sutton just wants to be a star. Yeah. She wants to have like relatable mom content. And I think her kids are like, this is weird. But she is Southern Gothic at heart and it's, it reads, Mm -hmm. it reads in the scene. Yeah. So I was confused. Garcelle and Dorit were like either on the Warner Brothers lot or like the Paramount lot, like the New York set. I was like, they're in like. They hired like they're in, drivers like, to just like go by on the street. Yeah, they're in like Murray Hill right now. I was like, what? they're in like the Deep Valley somewhere. 
PK's DUI or alleged DUI gets discussed and basically like the cops like Mauricio like paid off the cops. Well, Garcelle says I read that PK was driven home by the cops and she goes that would never happen to a black person. No. So she was just kind of like Well, also it would never I mean his whole situation would never happen to a black person, but like his whole situation would never happen to a poor person either. Yeah, it's just it's just it, the privilege. You of, can't just blow. He blew over the limit. Like yeah. you will, you should. Any other person would be arrested and booked for that. Yeah, these these people just don't live in the same realm as us. Yeah, but Garcelle's recording her audio for her memoir, and Judy goes, "Not a lot of people would have the cojones to do Sorry what to you're say, doing." Excuse me, cojones. I was like, "Dorit." And Garcelle, I didn't re- really realize this, but she reveals that Bill she had a Bill Cosby Me Too encounter, yeah. which is harrowing, terrifying. I mean, he's a fucking pig. I hate what he did to Garcelle and all of them. Um, um, I love Garcelle trying to like kind of talk about the PK stuff, and then Dorit just goes, "So, Rina's wine tasting. Do you think Erica's gonna have wine?" And, like, why are you guys talking about this? Garcelle says that Erica thinks that Sutton is a liability to her and that she's going to push her to do bad stuff. And Dorit goes, you don't seem like the Thelma and Louise types together. Which I thought was funny. <laughs> yeah. like Dur- I think her read on Garcelle is pretty good. Yeah, and Dorit was, I think they're both, like, Erica is full of shit. Yeah, she's just trying to distract. Back at the EJ Global House of Horrors, she goes, she's meeting with her team, including her very terrifying publicist. And Erica goes, the dick is great right now, everyone. I was like, for some reason when she's saying it, it doesn't feel authentic and it feels like not real and like awkward. Feels like she's trying to get like her fans to like yas on her behalf. Like she's playing to the people that would like be like go off sister she, but... she wants the gays to be like yes relatable queen but it's like i don't it reads poorly yeah goes, i've just been trying to get some good dick i'm like you're <laughs> fucking sick i was like shut <laughs> up she was maybe i will think i'm gonna be a part-time dominatrix i was like you actually should do that that seems like a great job for you <laughs> no 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 sh- no shade Honestly, do it. Make that money. You, Someone's got to pay for your lifestyle now, girly. Get out there. Crack the whip. I found it. I was in bed intimate with someone giving me... Someone was giving me good dick the other night. <laughs> She's and they, obsessed with dick. Someone was she giving, has penis envy. Yeah, she, she goes, <laughs> someone... I was in bed the other night with a, with a partner with giving a fat me, dick in my pussy. And giving me... With a fat <laughs> cock up my... Up my bum. Up my bum. And, and he cock said, everywhere, big dick. And he said, you should be a dominatrix. I think you'd be a good one. And she said, you know, maybe I've always wanted to, so we might call it the Pretty Mess Dungeon. I was like, all right. Just don't steal that. Get the lawyer on that. Get my trademark lawyer. I was like, I just, was like, just do it. Stop talking about it. Yeah, just shut do the it. fuck up. Sutton and Rina get lunch. And they have like a funny, like, frenemy lunch, kind of. They're both like, we hate each other. <laughs> but I love you too. I'm obsessed with the flashback of Rinna telling someone she is, I will torture Sutton. 
I was like, oh my God. Sutton goes, I'd like some bread, please. And they cut to Rena's face. And she's like this. Okay, I need to take a moment to take a stand against something. What? Rena ordered steak frites and then ordered her steak medium well. And that is grounds for a 5150. What do you mean? Medium well? For steak frites? Medium well. I vacillate between medium and medium well sometimes. Okay, I have a lot of like very strong opinions on red meat and the way so. that it should be cooked and consumed. If you're ordering, like I think ordering a burger medium is like, that's the only thing that should yeah. be medium. Yeah. But like any sort of steak needs to be medium rare. Like period, the end. Like no more discussion i rest my case your honor medium well is you're just gonna eat like a charred fist like i don't i don't understand i love a fist you love a charred i will sometimes want a medium sometimes i'm a charred tough piece sometimes i'm in the mood for just a charred just a piece piece of of gristle yeah i am you just want to kind of always chew sometimes i do medium rare but sometimes i do medium medium well yeah just like a gray piece yeah. of steak. Yeah. What's deli- What's delicious? I about like that the taste. Too? I like the taste of burnt sometimes. Mm-hmm. It, I like the burnt skin. Ha- okay. Have you ever heard I, of? I do rare too. I love a. Sometimes I'm gonna move. Have from. you ever heard of Pittsburgh style? No. That's what my dad orders his steak, which I think. I've seen him dip into the medium rare. I've seen him dip into like a well done pool. And I'm like, you're not my father. But like he's done Pittsburgh style, which I think they char the outside. So you get that burnt taste. But then you get like medium rare on the inside. So just try that on for size. Just like. All right, Oklahoma. Everyone needs to really take a chill. If you're going to order something medium well, you should just get salmon or chicken or Mm -hmm. just consider maybe not. That's all I'm saying. Where are my medium rare hats at? I need to feel seen in the state community. Mm-hmm. I just was like, I was shocked by that. Mm-hmm. And I have to, I have to, if I see something, you better believe I'm going to say something. Everyone's getting ready for Rinna's rosé party. Erica's, EJ is fiending for rosé. She's thirsty. I wrote, Erica's getting thirsty. Shoot, I can't (laughs) wait to get my hands on. I can't wait to get some dick, and I can't wait to get some alcohol. Where is it? Bring it on. She calls Diana. Diana hid on a deserted island for all of COVID. What island? I don't know. Little St. James? I thought she was kidding. No, she literally, I think... I think very, very wealthy people hid on fled to islands, fled to islands or like massive properties away from everyone else. They fled to one of their like 15 estates. She goes, FBI won't be able to find me. I was like, yeah, you said you said it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I bet they won't. Yeah. Ms. Ms. Jenkins. Room 24 or whatever. the Room fuck. 19. Yeah. Weirdly refreshing without Kyle, I wrote. Yeah. Though I was hoping for some smoky content. Her puppy. Oh, yeah. He was cute. Crystal and Kyle. Crystal's also sick and she sounds 
She sounds pretty bad. Crystal's going through it. Yeah, Sutton calls her and she's like, hi, girly. And she's wearing a pussy, one of those like pussy blouse things. Yeah, she's wearing some sort of like. Ruffled. Fluffy bow like mm-hmm. ro- rosette. And Crystal is in a dark place. Crystal's in like a dark, she's in a bout of COVID that's like. A bout of COVID that's also like a coupled with her like rampant eating disorder has like taken over her entire life and the only thing she can say is like i gained five pounds and Sutton's like all right it's not that big of a deal She's, okay who cares also it's wild that biden has tested positive once again and it's like we're entering week three well sheree arrives first wearing a beret i'm i love sheree I do too. I think she's funny and I like that she's not like a seasoned housewife because you get really honest reactions over like her reactions to how all the other ladies are acting or they make me lol. Wait, yesterday I went to Starbucks and I was walking out and a woman who was like maybe as tall as I was wearing tall, tall wedge heels and a big like like a cute very flowy floral like sundress mm-hmm. and a huge knit red beret and i was wow. like this is literally emily in paris she held the door for me and it was very like masculine vibes uh-huh. and i was like oh thank you mostly yes. and then we were driving down sunset and simon goes oh my god another beret and there was a man who looked like a communist in like mccarthy era wearing black <laughs> beret and you know like a beatnik and i was oh, like beatnik. are berets coming back i think so that the recent bachelorette episode they just went to paris and oh this is actually disgusting too is that so you know on the bachelor and bachelorette like they will travel like you know they go to all these different countries so they're finally doing that first they're finally doing it post-covid but the way they're doing it is absolutely like i would quit the show they have loaded the entire cast onto a virgin cruise and they ha- they made them board like a cruise ship in the ports of France, and like they're taking the cruise ship from port to port. They've like rented the whole cruise ship. Yeah, I think they're premiering. I think Virgin has a new cruise ship, oh, and so God. they're it's like SpawnCon. But I was like, this is bottom of the fucking barrel. This is strep throat vibes. Even though they're the only ones on the ship, no, I'm still, still like, this is fucking cheap, and like. They went to Paris and tried on beret. They had their heads measured for berets. And I was like, also, they are taking them to Paris. It looked cold as fuck. It was raining. I was like, That's this how, is when shitty. I went, the one time I've ever been to Paris, it was, I mean, I, I liked it, but it was freezing and raining the whole time. Yeah. I mean, it's great whenever I would go there tomorrow, even if it was raining. But I'm just like, oh, <laughs> little snore, baby. Mango. But like to have that be the vibe like the vibe and the hype for like yeah. this beautiful date in paris i'm like you guys this Berets. is we have reached new lows i fully would quit yeah you put me on a fucking cruise and you try and call that like luxury and tell me i should be grateful i'll take a stand. i'll say so you say and then e- i will leave ej arrives in a rosé jumpsuit and she goes she sits down and they go would you Renee goes Erica, do you want something to drink, like a cocktail? And she goes, nothing. Chamomile tea, please. I was like, that's going to last for 10 minutes. This is her warm-up. She's going to warm up her throat to 
open wide and get a fucking <laughs> glug of wine down her gullet. She looks like she works at Glossier. Yeah, she does. <laughs> She's like wearing the exact Glossier employee jumpsuit. Garcelle arrives in Balenciaga mm-hmm. in like a yellow sweater dr- thing, like a coat. It's ugly. And Sutton goes, Garcelle, I have to ask you, where is your sweater from? And everyone starts, ah, 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 ah. I love that troll. Hamlin arrives in a leather jacket with a turtleneck. And I wrote, he's a bisexual professor out in the wild. Mm-hmm. Just bringing the lady some tea. He's Mysteries of Pittsburgh. Someone shakes EJ's hand and she's wearing like her huge Cartier like Panther ring. And someone goes, ooh, a ring. She has something sparkly and yummy. And I was like, my God. The fly machines are out. I know. I was like, you know, it's a Rinna function when the fly machines are out. Yeah. <laughs> they got the the fans going. Mm-hmm. Hamlin rates Rinna's blowjob as a 10. I love that. Also, I forgot that her daughter was like, my mom taught me everything I need to know about sucking dick. Yeah, they read her in her in renovation. Yeah, Crystal's apparently throwing up every day. Everyone just talks openly about her eating disorder, which I was like, damn, you guys are savages for this. Don't like, you think she should be the one to like yes, reveal that to an yes. audience? Sheree goes, they go, she's throwing up every day. Sheree goes, self-induce? I go, I was like, <laughs> yes, Sheree. Well, you never know if like uh, someone has COVID or something. She could have thought like, oh, she's so sick. But then oh, they're like, like... Erica, Erica, at one point... She goes, well, she needs to go to rehab instead of posting about it online. I was like, <laughs> truer <laughs> words are never spoken. Rena had a moment that Brandy had in Girl's Trip where she looks at the ca- she looks directly <laughs> into the camera and goes. <laughs> Rena's shit tanked. No, EJ. It- oh, EJ. Sorry, EJ. She goes. <laughs> yeah, Rena gets black. I did like that read, though, because Crystal did do that, like, brave social media post. Yeah. And I'm like, I just have, like. I have to laugh when people do, <laughs> when people like get brave on socials. I've like gotten brave on socials and then gone back and deleted my bravery because I'm like, this is not the place nor the vibe. So like, I enjoy having someone be like cognizant and speak to that. But I do think it's in like poor taste to go on camera and be like, our friends just fucking struggling with bulimia, throwing up every day. And I do think it's kind of weird that she's not like in therapy or like Rehab. fixing it or just not be on the show. Seeing a professional. Yeah. Not being on a show that like is going to ignite. Yeah. She needs to do something. Or I think probably does contribute to a lot of those. Um, there's randomly this guy, Doug, who's Rinna's wine tasting partner. He just appears out of nowhere. And when they're talking about Crystal's thing, like Rinna just goes, anyways wine tasting everyone <laughs> and then they go sit down with doug the sommelier he goes this is from an area called the mediterranean i, I was like hello <laughs> thank you doug we needed this doug the the say that one more time Medi- oh mediterranean. mediterranean i've heard of that place i was a truly side-eyeing but then when everyone gave the rosé two thumbs up and it, it was also described as a pale rosé i got a little shiver me timbers you might have to get yourself a bottle i might have to ej global was getting turned they all just instead of sucking well, it she down, opened up her <laughs> she opened up her deep throat with some chamomile tea <laughs> now she's ready she's truly 
the alien nope. nope, but with alcohol. <laughs> and if you even put a drink in front of her, she goes, <laughs> hoovers it right yeah. up. No one, someone, was it Garcelle or Sutton goes, no one's spitting out this wine. Yeah. Everyone is just, Cherie and Rinna are the first to black out, <laughs> which I thought was cute. I'm also, da- Harry Hamlin must have some sort of like say over the wine process because he gets like brutally honest and he's like, we need to work on the brute. Or like he was very serious about the brute not being up to, up to snuff. And EJ goes, I don't care for the brute. <laughs> well, what is that? <laughs> Erica? That brute. She's house on sweetser vibes. She is. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Cherie goes, Rena, you know, I didn't know you were that nurturing. I got to be honest. I was like, damn, I love her. Everyone thinks, okay, I guess I don't have this impression of Rena because I don't either. Because I've never thought that she was a bitch. No, I thought I always, that she's like, she's an operator. I always thought she was kind of like Valerie Cherish. Yeah, I thought she was nice. Like, I would want to go over to her house and gab with her. I never, like, she's like, everyone thinks I'm such a fucking bitch. I'm like, no. No, Rena, I think you're just leaning into this kind of high fashion kind of i don't know yeah they all start gabbing again <laughs> dorit says she has a friend who's interested in garcelle i'm like who though Ooh. like me get a pick she was I- like he's been inside for like years but now he's like out and like she was like really cryptic about it and then people were like well how tall is he and someone goes how big is his dick and ej goes how big is his wallet that's the real question <laughs> she goes First wallet, then a dick. I need to get dick down. <laughs> speaking of dick, I've been getting a lot of dick recently, and the dick is good. Have she's I like, ever told you that I'm getting good speaking dick? Speaking of dick, I need to leave this place for a dick appointment with dick o'clock with Mr. Dick. Speaking of dick, what time is it? Oh, it's dick o'clock. She goes, it's dick 30, and I am late. She goes, it's... <laughs> she goes, it's zero dick 30. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking she of- goes, call me zero dick 30 because i've got a dick to say <laughs> i'm going in call it zero dick 30 because i want someone deep. to shoot me in the face with some cum if you know what i mean hey dick o'clock i'm a right dick she time goes, she goes call in seal team six because i need to take all their dicks <laughs> seal team dick my dick. I'm craving some dick. You know what I mean? She goes, is that a ship in the port? Because I'm curious about some <laughs> semen. <laughs> she goes, Garcelle, ask first, question later. Dick first, question later. <laughs> dick first, then you go into the wallet. See how much cash is in it. Then if there's enough cash, go back to the dick. Someone's like, oh, so you've been having sex? And she's like, you could say I'm getting dick. And they're like, oh, with like the same person or a lot no, of lots, goes, lots of dicks. No, just the same person giving me dick over and over. I'm obsessed with dick and he dicks me down. No, so, no. Day in, day out, his dick's in and out. And right now like, I'm all about not dating and just getting dick from the same go, person. Well, <laughs> the same person in monogamous fashion. But he gives me dick. He gives me dick. We kept it up. We kicked it down. We kicked it all around the tone. He gives me dick once. He gives me dick two. He gives me dick three. And then we break for lunch and he goes over to work and I go off to do my thing. And then we sit back. And guess what? He gives me dick again. She's Dictor Seuss. <laughs> She's Dictor Claus. <laughs> she literally, they're Claus. like, well, if you're fucking just the same guy every night, aren't him. you dating? And she goes, no, 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 no. 
it's just sex it's just dick <laughs> i was like ej's addicted to dick he's just one big when i look at him i see just a dick i don't see any i see a dick with lips <laughs> and eyes and a strong I brow see dick the dick doesn't speak it just fucks and that's dick <laughs> for you i love how they all turn their they all turn on Sutton again. Like everything always goes back to Sutton. Ichi first though she after her like dick spiel, she goes is drinking mid sip of wine. After she said I can't drink anymore because I take medication that conflicts with drinking. Yeah, but she's like at least four drinks. Yeah, deep, yeah, yeah. And then drinks wine, and Dorit goes, "So you're not drinking now?" <laughs> it's like that is the most like Alanon way to yeah. like try and broach the topic yeah, yeah, yeah. with someone who's actively they're four yeah they're four booze drinks they're in. four sheets to the wind yeah so so you're not you're not drinking anymore or she goes well, no, well i am yeah that's when she and garcelle go for a walk but they like walk 10 feet away and garcelle's like you want to walk for and ej just stops and turns and sits on the bench and garcelle's like okay they basically talk about like she's like why did you, I'm just curious why you think Sutton is a liability to me and Garcelle's like well and she's un- EJ EJ she's like well she's unpredictable she goes I think Sutton is a liability she's Liab- like over enunciating and then they all I loved Garcelle saying she didn't believe everything that EJ was saying yeah. I was obsessed. I was like, thank God we're just like someone's still being it. honest. Like someone's just being real about the situation. Yes. Just so you don't believe me. You don't believe everything. You don't believe my side of the story. She goes, well, no. I don't believe everything. Then EJ goes, well, you wouldn't have my back anyway, but I do like you. I also realized that EJ is fully channeling Ursula, she the is. sea witch, in her confessional she with that, that purple th- and that oh, braid. No. She goes, Everyone so judgmental. I was like, poor unfortunate soul. Yeah. She is fl- her Mikey and that publicist of hers are flotsman jets. They are. Liability gate rages on. Rinna's just so drunk at this point. And she she picks a fight with Sutton and she goes, You know, Sutton, I I feel like there's a reason why you antagonize me. There's a reason why you want to hurt me. And it did. It hurt me. I know what she's trying to say. So you're saying you just did it because you're friends with Garcelle and wanted to stick it to me. Right. But I think she also is like, you're jealous of me. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just saw, I took it more. It probably is some of that. But I took it more as like she wants her to be honest about like the motivation. But it's also like, bitch, you already talked about this. And this is a weak plot point. Like, she goes, figure something out. Figure out some new drama. She goes, oh, Sutton. She goes, you know, I've talked so much shit about you. Rinna's off her game. And she I is. blame Lois's passing for throwing Rinna off kilter because she could come up with drama better than this. And she hisses at Sutton at one point. She goes, I love drunk Tom Ford Rinna mm-hmm. with her aviators on. She's on one. She's kind of a mean drunk. She goes, you know what? Get out of my house. She goes, injustice. <laughs> injustice. And Sutton goes, excuse me? And she goes, you can leave my house if you want. Get out of here. I love. She goes, Sutton goes, well, I think you talk out of both sides of your mouth. And that was like somehow the breaking point. She goes, get out of my house. Get out of my house. Get out. I don't need you to be here. You can leave. 
And don't you ever talk about my kids or my husband. And that's how you know someone is like truly mentally in a place is when they bring up you talking about your kids and your husband when you have not at yeah. all said one single thing about them. It's like it's lowest hanging fruit with like lowest denominator with housewives jargon. Don't bring up the kids. Well, even like Hannah Burner did it on Summer House when she had a terrible season of Summer House and then got fired because the fans just like ruthlessly turned on her and canceled her and she had a freak out where she just came after someone accusing them like of talking about her dad and he literally hadn't said anything and i was like this person's like deeply unwell she's having like a mini psychotic break you know what get out of here get out of my house Sutton goes and i didn't mean to humiliate you and she goes you didn't humiliate humiliate you didn't humiliate who in my drunken state? I'm trying to say you didn't humiliate me. You made a fool out of yourself, and I was just like, "Rina, you go, need to lock go to it up, take girl. A nap. Yeah, let's go to sleep. Eat a piece of bread. <laughs> I want better for Rina. I want her to come up with some better manipulation. Like, okay, let's think about this kind of critically. She can't go after EJ because that's like an alliance. Yeah. She can't go after after Kyle. She can't go. Well, she's going to come after Kathy. So I think yeah. she is figuring it out. But this was a we, I was like, Rina, this isn't the Rina I know. It's a poor love. showing. Mm-hmm. I want to have a talk with her and be like, you're better. You're better than this. You know what to do. You're you're the most you're the biggest operator on the show. But I give her a pass because R.I.P. Lois. I give her a pass because the rosé was just too good. That pale rosé. Mm-hmm. I give her a pass because those fly machines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing her off her game. Anyway, we, we inch closer to Aspengate. Finally. Finally. I hope that we at least get to see Kathy saying horrific things about Kyle. I, she will. Because Kyle needs to be... I like a Kyle takedown. From I like sister. when people read her. Especially one of her or sisters. Or make fun of her and you know it'll cut even deeper. Because sisters can be so cruel. So... Whatever they say. We wait with bated breath. Yeah. When will they get to Aspen? When? What if they like lead this whole season up to like... No, they won't. They, and they do like a cliffhanger. No, 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 no they, they won't. won't. They won't. Um, well, love and eternal light. Stay safe out there. Bye. Sexy Unique Podcast is created and hosted by me, Lara Marie Shane Halls. This episode was co-hosted by the one and only Carrie O'Donnell. This episode was edited by Ness Smith-Savadoff. If you like what you heard today, please be sure to subscribe to Sexy Unique Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're craving more sup and just can't get enough and want access to things like bonus episodes, tons of premium content, as well as ad-free episodes of the pod, consider supporting the podcast on Patreon. You can find out more at patreon.com slash sexy unique podcast.